This is a podcast from Rover. Keep up to date with JJ and Flinny on Facebook. Just search JJ and Flinny. More FM. Uh, we talked about this late in the show last night that my um, my ten year old daughter Mickey she really wants a leopard gecko. Her best little friend Jesse has got a leopard gecko and all the gears. We've got a tank for him and a, whatever he, whatever else he has. Um, and she wanted me to order live worms online or something. And she goes, and the best best thing is. Daddy, we can get it all set up for about eight to nine hundred dollars. And I was like, <laughs> pardon? What was that? <laughs> Jeepers creepers. But there, I reckon that, and I've seen this happen with my kids, and I've seen it happen in other families, when kids beg for a pet, yeah, I'll do everything for it. I'll do it. I'll promise. I'll, 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 you'll never have to clean up their poo. I'll do that. I'll clean their tanks, et cetera, et cetera. That lasts for about two weeks, and then it's over. Uh, Control room, George, can you vouch for this? Yep, yep. Prime example. When I was about 12... Um, Dad moved into this place, and uh, there was a big field up the back of it. Right. Um, and there was this old hen house. Like a um, coop sort of a yeah, thing. Hen yeah, hen coop thing. So, uh, you know, I did it up, and I was all excited about it. I was like, Dad, can we please go and get some chickens? So, of course, he agreed. <laughs> Went off and got <laughs> ten chickens, like old caged chickens, and, like, you know, gave them a better life. Of course, I was only into it for, like, two weeks, and then Dad was stuck with ten chickens, <laughs> churning out about, like, one or two eggs a day, <laughs> and he just absolutely hated it. <laughs> what happened to them? Well, maybe we won't want to well, say. Well, no, he had to – or actually, they all got killed by ferrets in the end. <laughs> Oh, the I know, so yeah. the, the so the ferrets, the local ferrets came down yeah. and broke into the Jeepers, they can break into just about anything. Yeah. They're are they, horrible. Are they I suppose they'd be a lot stronger than a chook, wouldn't they? Because the chook just clucks yeah. around. Yeah. And then because it can't like escape out of the coop either. It's really it's actually quite sad. <laughs> yeah, cool. Thanks for bringing us down on a Wednesday <laughs> afternoon. Uh we had Christina on the show last <laughs> night about her situation. My eighteen year old when he was ten big for a turtle. We sat down with him and we said, you know, life expectancy is 50 years and he was responsible for it when, you know, he eventually got a job and did all that sort of stuff. And um, for the last eight years, I guess he's been paying all the costs. (laughs) And they they don't stay small. Okay. I don't think there's ever been... It's all cute Yeah. and fine, you know, Mm. at 10 because they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I really want it, but they lose Mm. interest. Mm. Yeah, that's the issue, really, isn't it? That's what we want to talk about right now. We want more FM family, you guys, to pitch on yours. When have your kids begged for a pet? Please, Mum. Please, Dad. We really want this pet. We'll look after it. We'll do everything. And then you end up lumped with it because they get sick of it. Hey, Tracy, how are you? Good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, great, thanks. What did your family beg you for? Um, This time it was a dog. Right. And how did that go? Well, I didn't really want a dog, but I lost the argument. And um, (laughs) since we've had a... Uh, I'm the only one that feeds, trains, walks, uh, cleans up, everything like that. Mm. And so now she follows me everywhere and the, hates the rest of the family. <laughs> hates the rest of the family. Uh, so, so if you're sitting on the couch and the rest of the family are all sitting around, she'll sit at your feet sort of thing? Oh, yeah, and growls at them all as soon as they move. They don't, <laughs> they're not allowed to come near me. What kind of dog is it, Trace? Pomeranian cross. Oh, beautiful. Well, you sound like a good dog, Mama. You actually love her now, though, don't you? Well, secretly. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. You have a great day, mate. Let's uh, move on to Whangarei. Uh, Megan, what did your daughter ask you for? She asked me for some bunnies. Right. And um, so we were looking for some bunnies, and her friend had two bunnies to sell. So we bought them, and they said they were totally friendly friendly bunnies, but they weren't. They were pretty vicious. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So when you went to pick them up, they would bite and scratch you. 
Right. Um, so she, she tried really hard to tame them, but it didn't happen. And then she just got lost interest. And so it was me that would feed them and clean out their cage. And uh, it just was my job. I didn't know bunnies could be vicious. Well, they, Where did you get these devil bunnies from? Um, her friends. Okay. They, and they wanted to get rid of them probably because they were evil devil bunnies. I think so. I think that was the case. <laughs> how now, long, what, sorry, how long did they last, Megan? Um, they lasted probably about a year. Ah, yep. Yep. Um, one of them escaped. Yeah. Um, and because we live rural, decided to have some fun time with a local brown bunny. Oh, oh dear. And and came came back into the hutch and gave birth to the bunnies and then died the next day. Oh no! What happened to those (laughs) other ones? Do I want to ask? Um, they all they all died. I tried my hardest. I'm sorry. (laughs) And then. And then this, not long after, the second bunny escaped, and all I found was fur on the front lawn. Oh, dear. All right. Well, uh, that was enlightening. Thank you, Megan. Have a great rest of your day. Awesome. Thank you. Bye. Keep up to date with JJ and Flinny on Instagram. Just search JJ and Flinny. More FM. JJ and uh, the team here were very enc- – I mean, my wife and I, we sadly broke up in 2020. Uh, we had a great marriage, but that's ended. So um, it's been a while now. JJ started the ball rolling, and you guys were trying to encourage me to go dating as well, weren't you? Yeah, loosen you up a bit, make yeah. you seem a bit normal. Not a bad idea to have a rebound, you know? Yeah. Well, you never know what it might be. But anyway, um, <laughs> well, this is what transpired. I want to take you back to the show yesterday if you missed this. This is when JJ was here yesterday. Maybe it would be better for me to have an older woman. So Nothing wrong with that at all. I think that's... Yeah. Awesome. Someone so, a bit more mature. Yeah. To kind of whip you into shape a bit. So what, I'm 40... Uh, 42, nearly 43. Yeah. Um, you could go, like, how how high would you go? I don't know. How old's um, your mum, Robin? What? Not my mum. I could, well. We my could mum's just... 64. But yeah, would you go for someone who's that age? Well, she's, she's single. Not my mum. She is single. Yeah, but you're not dating my mum. Who says? <laughs> that is sick. No, it's not. <laughs> Hang on. Control room, George. You're way too young for her. No, because I know her well. She's cooked me scones before. <laughs> You know, I've, I've helped her move furniture. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, she's <laughs> single, but she doesn't want a boyfriend. Well, her, she hasn't seen the Flinster in action yet. Has what? She? You've got to be joking <laughs> me. <laughs> so that's what happened on the show yesterday. More about that when JJ comes back tomorrow. Uh, we did get this text about an awkward first date because, you know, JJ's mum and I potentially might go on a first date if she says yes. But anyway, uh, Leslie, tell us about it. So back in the day when I dabbled in Tinder, um, I matched up with someone and we decided we'd go on this date we'd go get some fish and chips and have it on the beach as you do and uh, so we walked into the fish and chip shop and then standing right next to me I looked to my, to my right and there is the guy that I was previously talking to on Tinder like a, a Tinder ghosted the guy <laughs> right next to me so I had to awkwardly look away and hope that my scooper chips just came really fast and then left with the current Tinder Oh, I can I can feel the awkwardness. You could cut the year with a knife, right? It was very awkward. <laughs> very awkward. <laughs> Thank you, Leslie. Have a great rest of your day. No worries. All right, that sounds bloody awkward and awful, doesn't it? <laughs> um, for awkward first dates is what we want to know about. Tell us about a date that you went on that was just cringe, awkward, awful. Why was it so bad? <laughs> Sam, what happened with you, mate? Hey, mate. Hey, um, I was uh, overseas in America and... I was uh, just in my first job there and new to the place. And one of my work colleagues was like, ah, oh, 
hey, like, do you want to go on a double date? I've got something you really like. And I was like, oh, undenied. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, why not? Anyway, we all rock up to this place <laughs> and um, little little bar, cafe place. We sit down and um, we're sitting there chatting away. And the waiter comes up and pops some condiments down, you know, the salt and pepper, knives and forks and napkins and whatever else goes away. Anyway, a couple of minutes pass, five or ten minutes, and he comes back and does the same thing. I was like, oh, it was weird. Anyway, a couple of minutes pass again, and then it happens again. I was like, what? I'm sure he put that down. Anyway, a couple of minutes later, five, ten minutes pass, and the bouncer comes up. So she's like, excuse me, guys, we're going to need you to leave. And I was like, what? I was like, what have we done? We haven't even ordered yet. And he's like, your girlfriend's stealing our salt and pepper shakers. And I'm like, <laughs> I thought he was absolutely taking the piss, and I just started laughing. Like, what else do you guys see in that situation? And he's like, no, seriously, like, you guys need to leave. And I was like, no, 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 mate, you, you're having a laugh. And anyway, he's like, all right, come with me. Anyway, they stayed at the table. I went around the back and he showed me the footage. And there she is, <laughs> nicking these bloody salt and pepper shakers off the table and putting them in her handbag. What? I was like, needless to say, I never went on a date with her again. I couldn't imagine what her cupboard looks like at home. Just hundreds of salt and pepper shakers. Must be like a kleptomaniac or something, eh? You know, people who can't help themselves? Must be, just salt and pepper shakers. Oh, well. (laughs) It's amazing, Pete. Thanks, Sam. Have an awesome (laughs) night. See you, mate. Likewise. Jeepers, creepers. Uh, Robin, what happened on your first date? Um, Well, I went out for dinner with... It was someone that lived up the road to me earlier when I was a teenager. Right. And we're having dinner and and then his phone went off and he's like, oh, I'm actually on call he said, and he was a funeral director, he said, I've just got to go over to the hospital and pick up a body. Do you want to come for the ride? And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. So we went over to the hearse. He got changed at the back of the hearse into his suit. We drove over, picked up the body. I sat in the car while he went upstairs and got him, and we went back to the funeral home, dropped the body off, and he took me back to my car. Was that uh, <laughs> quite romantic? or? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> okay, and was that the, the first and last date? No, no, no. I um, had one more after that. <laughs> oh, good. All right. Well, we can't have put you off too much. Thank you so much, Robin. Uh, these are great. Um, another text here. Worst date so far. Had to do the Heimlich manoeuvre on the guy. <laughs> then I nearly drowned in his saliva when he kissed me. <laughs> then I found out he'd been telling me lies all along and I'm still single. Oh, dear. This is the JJ and Flinny catch-up. Subscribe now. More FM. George's Gardening Corner. This is the part of the week where uh, controller and George, very, very passionate gardener, comes in. And gives us a few tips. What have you got for us today, George? Okay, so it's um, that time of the year, kind of summer's done, and I was packing up my tomato plant this morning. Mm-hmm. And um, have you seen a like, tomato plant before, like really looked at it? Mm, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know really, probably. It's got these little like hairs on it, really fine hairs. And I was mm. looking at it today as, as I was throwing it all out. Like little, thought, like here? Yeah, like kind of like yeah. hair on your arm. Oh, very, yeah. very thin. Wispy. Wispy, yeah. not prickly or anything. Kind of like when Dr. Dave tries to grow a moustache. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I've been growing this for months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. Have you? It's like my son. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> so I was looking at this plant and I was going, man, it's amazing. Just how like, you know, not, evolution's not just within animals and humans and things. It's also within plants, you know? So with this with this fur, <laughs> I'll tell you about what I've already know, knew about it in a mm-hmm. second. But I also did a little, little bit of Googling today. So the hairs... Um, uh, almost like a little juicy for the plant. It helps it resist the cold and the drought and ultraviolet lights and insects. Amazing. Amazing. That's, and also, why, that's why a tomato plant has little hairs on it. Yeah. yeah. And also, another little trick for when you're planting it next season. What you do is you plant the tomato plant quite shallow, and as it grows, 
you put soil up around the plant and the little hairs on it go, oh, I need to grow more. Grows up, more soil, grows uh, up. They, that sen- gives they it, sense it. Yeah, and then that gives it more roots and then you get more tomatoes. You Amazing. are welcome. Very good. Um, we've got some feedback coming through from one of your fans. Hang on. Oh, cool. Fax again today, is it? Another fax, yeah. Here it comes, sorry. Stand by. Okay, here it is. Here it is. Okay. <clears throat> this is from uh, Nellie Johnston of uh, QMU in Auckland. G'day, Flanny. Can you please pass this telegram on to young George? Hello, George. So glad to hear you waxing lyrically about the wonderful tomato plant today. I just love getting on all fours and tending to mine, George. In the summer, I sometimes just get down to my knickerbockers as it's been really, really hot. Anyway, I heard you today talking about the little hairs, those fine little hairs, the fur, if you will, on the tomato plant. Let's just say I've got a few short and curlies on my wee plant that needs tending to, George. I'll leave that with you. Regards, Nelly. (laughs) Thanks, Nelly. And happy gardening, everybody. What a great segment, George. The JJ and Flinny Catch-Up. Thanks for listening. Catch JJ and Flinny on More FM 3pm weekdays. For more, follow JJ and Flinny on Instagram and Facebook.